Now I'm playing on me, nigga, four chains on me. I ain't trippin' about that hoe, nigga, she came on me. I got a bitch from the west, she a suckin' nigga soft. Bitch from the east, she a fuckin' nigga dog. Still playin' with that raw, even though I got a deal. Had to get up out your city, I just got a nigga killed. Pause on mine, kinda still sippin' out the final. Rossi cotton and no pinus. I want four two for each, nigga up blue for free. That's my nigga come and kick it. Mr. Still a certain city, I'm the reason it's some chicken. Why the fuck you in the kitchen tryna turn one? Yeah, quit pullin' on the blender before you burn something, baby. Season two, just had the draft. KNC Radio, baby, coming so back, coming back at you. Um, I have purposefully not talked to Austin about his trip to Minneapolis, so this is his chance to tell me basically everything that went down. What are you looking for? What do you need? Need my phone, dude. Got too many fuck? documents, bro. Let's just say that this weekend was hell enough and good enough. For me to have a whole ass notes section written on it. Yeah, he sent me a screenshot of the notes, but I I briefly scanned through them. I have a general idea, but I heard about something about a car crash. I heard something about will and pull tabs. So I'm just gonna let you go from there. Well, if we're gonna start the story, we're gonna have to back it up a little bit. When I first arrive, first thing I hear is Jack Hamburg has quit drinking. That's typical. Now, I was gonna say that I. I don't know if that's typical or like that's that's the most Hamburg thing in the world. Hamburg, I love you, buddy, but I don't know. That sounds like something you would say every you know two weeks after you black out, send an embarrassing text. I'll never forget when Hamburg, <laughs> we're in Iowa State pretty much this time three years ago. Iowa Iowa State game, uh, Hawkeyes beat the Cyclones off that muff punt. Hamor, drunk <laughs> as fuck. Like, running up to people doing the little Fortnite L dance. Oh, Fortnite like, L. yeah, he's grabbing his nuts, just, like, screaming in their face. He wakes up the next morning. He's like, God, I hope I didn't do anything embarrassing yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure the entire city of Ames hates you right now. but Especially Stavis, dude. Okay, so Hamburg's done drinking. Yeah, so essentially Hamburg's done drinking. I don't know the full details on that. Um, it sounds like there is some excursion that had a coworker involved, but we, we won't go into Mahoney can shed more light on that maybe in a future pod, but we'll just move on to the fact that Spencer was also gone for the whole entire weekend. Um, I asked big sexy in pure faith the other day, if what the distribution and percentage would be for the, the amount of time he's there on the weekend. He gave me a pretty stark number. He said maybe 20%. Maybe. Wow. I was like, wow. Wow. Two out of every 10 week or eight out of every 10, he's gone. You know what though? Now that he's chase, like I would probably want to watch my brother play. So I'll give him that on for Friday night. It's like chase. He texted me six, two, uh, 205 pounds, like grew out of nowhere. Plays both ways. He's a receiver and a linebacker. Chase yeah. Hutchinson, he's cracking kids. I know, I watched his whole huddle, no shame, his junior year uh, huddle uh, the other night. Okay, regardless, Hamburg's not drinking. Hutch is always gone. Yep, Hutchinson's tires, uh, giving them some good business. Yeah, he'll never listen to this podcast, so we can say whatever. Yeah, I mean, Spencer, if you're listening right now, which I don't know if you would have made it past the three-minute mark, but if you are, <laughs> there's more to come later about you, my friend. So, um. But no, I think we can skip forward to the fact that we everybody gets in. Mike, 
Um, ben P get there. We go to a dinner at a place that apparently turns into a bar later, much like the big in Chicago. Um, but then we make our way over to this bar and keep in mind, there's no sports gambling in the state of Minnesota. I, mm-hmm. I kind of, yeah, they all have bookies. Yeah. yeah. They all have bookies. Yeah. And I was like, okay, whatever. But that just gives them full reign to go crazy with gambling. Any place you can imagine. Right. Like we walk right. into a bar and there's a roulette wheel on the, Do they have slots. Like there's slots at places. I mean, I didn't really. Okay. See so just no sport. It's just no sports betting. Yeah. No sports. Betting. Okay. Okay. But, pull tabs like roulette wheel on the wall all the auxiliary ways to gamble yeah auxiliary gambling any way you can get greasy they were doing it if it's plugged into a wall no way dude i'm not doing it no it we had a live like there was a woman who her whole job was to like spin this roulette wheel take up bets that's that's way better than something electronic i'm pretty sure bucky's dad shout out to uh the fiji boys bucky's dad was a programmer for uh, like ATM or not ATM gaming machines out in Vegas. And he's like, believe me, stay <laughs> far away from those. He's like, those the clean you out. yes, will screw you. Literally. Literally. Okay. So you walk in all these options, all these options. And I mean, we know exactly what Will's going to do. So yeah, we'll go straight tab. to the pull tabs, straight to the roulette table. And we actually all made our way to the roulette table. And I'm pretty sure everyone won some money. Um, but this is, right when the story starts to get a little murky when people start getting a little drunk uh ben p can't find his wallet i don't know it's like 11 30 maybe like midnight at this no. point looking around can't find it anywhere we're asking people and then i'm sitting there as this like girl comes up and says it bethel jack bethel yeah, has like right. a nice flow i was like oh like if he heard you saying that, he would get high on his horse. Like, go up to him and yeah. say, like, he's got, like, some grease flow, like, some shit hair. <laughs> she walks up, and I'm, like, videotaping it just on Snapchat. Like, just thought right. it would be a funny gag. Right. All of a sudden, big, sexy, mid-frame, just, like, hunkers down at the bar, and he says, I'll have five million. Oh, I saw <laughs> that. Yes, yes. That's definitely going to make the cut. Oh, yeah. It's gonna That's going to be a soundbite, sound for sure. For all future shows, but... Holy hell! I was sitting there. <laughs> I looked at him in the eyes, like, "Bye." Really? You know, either way, if that was all for him, respect. But if that was for the boys, respect. So you can't go yeah. wrong. Anytime you order five, I've really come around on Miller Lights. Everyone who knows me knows that I've spewed hateful things on Miller yeah. Lights. But yeah. I'm I'm a Coors man. I like what I like. I like banquets and I like lights. You know, it's Miller Light just gives yeah. me acid reflux. So I don't know. Maybe that's just a me problem. Uh, all right yeah and then uh so as you know the events are unfolding we are trying to make our way out of there it's getting pretty late at this point and uber pulls up while it's all garbage time they ushered us out bar close uber rolls up this like foreign guy he's just like delilah like just yells it out (laughs) (laughs) yells it out into the street like somebody's magically gonna appear and we all look and like in unison just start belting out, hey there, Delilah, like with no restraint. <laughs> have, <laughs> Everybody's looking at us like, what the fuck? Have to. And that's probably the first thing we started belting out when we got back to the to the cribbo there. But yeah, that was Friday night, dude. We, it was a little blurry, but uh, troops made it all back home. Had a late bedtime. Both college football in the morning, we had to get right back up and right back in the action. So Will won 500 bucks, but what is this? I heard, what is this about a car, like an almost near death car accident that I have not heard. Dude, that all partook on Sunday. We're, we're, we're not even at Saturday yet. Bro. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Dude, this was, 
This is day one into a long weekend. And I'll tell you what, Saturday, Saturday night was probably the craziest it got in like the casual atmosphere of us boozing just at the house or whatever, and then going to the bars. But Sunday was a day full of events as well. And I mean, Saturday, to be completely honest, I've never witnessed a deal so crazy as the two for one at station 280. That is, that's like borderline irresponsible. Borderline. And then if you want to talk irresponsible, we're all like probably 10 drinks in each because every time she comes, she comes around with two drinks. Right. We're sitting there slurping them down, just dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, right. And all of a sudden, I, we lose Will for a few seconds. He comes back with a fat stack that he can't hold in one hand and just a like tub, Tupperware. <laughs> so, like, I was like, what is he doing with that? I thought he brought cards for the table to play. No, he just starts ripping pull tabs and just chucking up. And after like two or three, the guy hit one that was like 260. And we're sitting here like, all right, well, he just won his money back plus more. Right, right. And then by the end, like he was sitting there for at least 10 minutes ripping these things. That's awesome. That's a good, that's kind of a, that's kind of a fun little 30 minute activity right there. Yeah. Anything to keep the man's hands busy. I'll give him that. Yeah. You know, he loves, yeah. Anything like that. Anything with some action Will can get on. He's about it. He, he's also somebody who will never listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we have full. We probably realistically only have six people that listen to this. Maybe. Maybe. And if they're still listening at this point, we'll shout you out. You're the real ones. It's going to be Charlie. It'll be Hinkle. You and me. That makes four. Maybe Michael. Five. Big sexes in there. Big sexy six. Yeah. Handwork seven. Shout out all you guys. I don't know. Maybe Mahoney will toss this on. Yeah. But if he made it this far, you're going to want to hear the. Minnesota shenanigans. We'll have to get him, him and Big Sexy on the pod later to kind of go yeah. over them. But we'll love so, those side of things. Yeah. To fit to cap off Saturday, we get back at like one o'clock. Like we really, honestly left kind of early in the scheme of things. Get home. What? Literally, don't even. All of our feet haven't even touched the pavement before. Just oh, I, I, I won't use the words to describe her that night that I will now. But she yelled from like a dark window on the bottom floor of a neighboring apartment and it was just like hey you guys need to be quiet (laughs) just barking at you immediately bar immediately no hesitation we had been foot on pavement for maybe like five seconds walking into the apartment and that's like where we all stop look around like who fucking said that and then so me being me and also in a drunken state i like questioned the one i was like the hell are you talking about like we just got home she's like you need well. You guys just showed up all drunk around. You guys need to be quiet. <laughs> and that's where things took a turn. It's Saturday on a Saturday <laughs> night. Yeah, she needs to relax. Yeah. So I may have said something along the lines of, "Lick my balls, you bunt." I'm gonna yep. say bunt for the purpose yep. of the podcast. That, but yep, that cuts the air. Yep, that certainly cuts the air. So. Sounds like she deserved it. Yeah, and I mean, I feel bad because you know, you, anytime you come into somebody's place and. You know, you're not trying to cause a ruckus, cause problems for the neighbors. But I mean, that was, yeah, that was warranted. I feel like we, uh, we do have Hinkle joining us in a few minutes, but I definitely need to hear this car crash story. Oh yeah. So we go to the fair first <laughs> all time, <laughs> we get those picture, by the way, all time pictures, all time. Um, but as you know, we're leaving the fair, Mike and Ben P had left to go back to Des Moines. We hop in an Uber to go over to this double or triple A game 15 minutes away in St. Paul. And so as we're driving, we kind of notice this guy, you know, he's, he's making some quick moves in the lanes, getting a few honks. We're like, this guy is, we're 
probably not the safest driver in the world. Like, uh, um, was he? What was this guy? Was this a white guy? Was this guy like somebody who didn't speak English? Like, just moved yeah, here I... yesterday? Was he a British folk? Like, uh, no, dude. On? I mean, he definitely wasn't talking a whole lot of English. And to be honest, I found a paper in the back while sitting there that said like medical examiner card and it was like laminated i was like I, this guy's got his deets like sitting yeah. all over the car what? um yeah so that was that was the guy but we didn't know that we would also be hurtling towards a red light at like 60 miles per hour and the guy just didn't stop we literally are going through a busy intersection in st paul and no green insight goes through it oh, we're halfway through and mahoney's like hey man like holy shit we all start turning. It's like one of those moments slowed down where you just like can't really register what's going on. I look to my left and there's a minivan oh out 10 feet away God. hurtling towards this about to hit the passenger side door that big sexy's sitting right there on. And I just see him make the, I mean, given what it's worth, it was pretty uncoordinated as shit, but I mean like nobody knows how to react to the situation. He's like flailed and like jumped over it on my side. Was he, yeah, then, did he have a seatbelt on? No, he and the fucked up part is he told us afterwards that he had it on at the beginning and took it off. I was like, Oh, what I would if you're gonna go one way God. or the other, you stay on those terms, you don't mix Sam. it and match it after a car ride. Sam, uh, oh my yeah, God, so, you literally, th- dude, can you and imagine? It ended up hitting the tail end of the car, it was like passenger side towards the rear. Oh my God, so we we take the hit. We're all confused as shit. The guy pulls up past the intersections, like stops on the right side. And he like looks at us and like Mahoney's like, uh, yeah, dude. So, I mean, we could probably just walk from here. Like, we'll just get out. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. What an all-time response. He's like, no, we go. And we're all sitting, we're like, no, no, we don't go. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to hit, like have a hit and run. And we are going to be accomplices. I was like, no. So we get out, <laughs> tell him we'll walk. Mahoney's like, I'll give you five stars, man. Immediately gives the guy five stars, walks away. As we're walking, the first words I hear uttered from Big Sexy's mouth are, oh, man. <laughs> He's like, I was like two seconds from being in the gulag. <laughs> I was like, I'm from Big Sexy. And to be honest, we hadn't even comprehended the fact that we literally almost just died. That, that is so much to unpack. Like, I, I, if Big Sexy would have, he would have his body on the T-bone would have flailed around the back seat and probably killed all of you. You know, that's if you don't wear your seatbelt, those guys are knocking around. So, Sam, I know listening to this probably gives you like a million times of anxiety than you need. But yeah, no, he's, he's sitting there. He's like, he's just in pain right now. <laughs> all right. But no, that's crazy. I'm so glad nothing happened. But my, that's legendary, Mahoney. Like, first of all, we'll walk from here is an all time line after getting to we were a mile or two away. Like we walked yeah. for like another 15 minutes, but it was well that's, worth it. That's a good amount of time to unpack. Okay. I'm really excited guys. We have Hinkle coming in. This is segment's going to be Hinkle's head. It's exactly what it sounds like. We're giving Hinkle the floor for a minute, two by minute. You know what? We'll probably do longer. We'll just let him talk for 10 minutes. Yeah, um, give him his go. I'm going to look at the roster. Do you have the roster pulled up? We yeah. haven't even talked about that. So let's oh, have Hank go in here get and talk to about that. it. Okay, admitting him right now. I'm going to turn on my video too. We'll edit Uh-oh. all this out. Hello? Austin, hello. Wait, am I on the podcast right now? You we're, are on the We're recording. I, we can't see you though. 
I'm driving right now. Why am I so nervous? I don't know. I'm are so... you pre are you prepared? <laughs> we so can we can call you later if you're not prepared. No, I'm prepared. I'm ready. I'm really caffeinated right now, so I have a lot of thoughts that I want Perfect. to do. Perfect. Where are you? Are you leaving like, the dentistry college right now? I'm leaving the cafe. Oh wow. Okay. I guess oh. I should have guessed. Comfy cafe trip. Okay. Starbucks or a local cafe, Hinkle. Java House. Yeah, City. It's I was literally lovely, about to say. lovely little place. Yep. I know your little cracked out like caffeine ass was probably sitting there I know, I'm just shaking. I know your bounce your leg is probably bouncing somewhere. Okay, so we're just gonna give you the floor and we'll talk later, but I think we just need to let you go. It's like a top that we've wound up, so we're just gonna let you go for I don't know, okay. five minutes. You I, could talk about you know, Charlie, uh, like uh, Commissioner Gate. You can talk about uh, the draft. I'll just let you go. Uh oh, I think we lost him. Okay, well, I we we didn't hear anything. Start with a little math equation for us. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This yeah. league is already like fraudulent. Hey, hold starting on. from last hey, year. Hey, 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 listen. Hello, listen. Hey, Cole. Hello. You got horrible Your connection. My connection's friend. terrible. Hey, give me one second. Should we wait till you get back to your house? I'm gonna be back in my house in one minute. Okay. I'm just gonna disconnect you from my um, deal. Just call us when you're at your house. Just join the lobby. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I think I got it. I think I got it. Oh, we're back. We're in a podcast format, Hinkle. We can't have shitty audio. Okay, can you hear me better now? No, yeah. it was better before, honestly. Really? What? I mean, this is fine. You just sound nasally. Can you hear me better now? Yes. Yeah, it's almost too well. Okay. Okay, good. Now I'm crisp. Okay, perfect. All right. Shall right. we start? From the top. Here we go. <laughs> we'll edit all okay. that out. It'll be fine. So start I like... I wanted to start with a little math equation to show why the league has been fraudulent for two years. Okay. So whenever we started this super flex thing, this little two QB system that I don't even know whose idea it was. I'm sure it was Charlie's. Charlie's. With Mahoney like as the side piece egging him on. But I think that, I think okay, we have 12 teams in our league, right? Yeah. Correct. How many quarterbacks should each person be rostering realistically? Two, probably. Two? two? Yeah. In why this two? setup? Are you talking about our current setup? Why wouldn't I'm you? talking about with the bench too? No, you dude, would want there's three an offensive. Uh, what? Quarterbacks are top heavy in this league. Yeah. At your super flex position, it literally would make no sense to put anything other than quarterback. Correct. Right. Right. right? So if you have two quarterbacks starting, just due to injuries and stuff, you want another quarterback on your bench. Realistically. Yeah. Yeah, but yes. you just can't. Or you'd be leader. me. Last year, when I had two quarterbacks starting and no one on my bench, and one of my quarterbacks got injured and I lost the league, right? Because I can't just put in some who were your quarterback chump receiver. I started Heineke for a long time. <laughs> That's why you lost. Who did you draft okay. though? I drafted like Russell. No, I don't even remember. I, two, I had like Kirk out. Cousins and some other good court or Jameis. <laughs> well, that's James why you lost. Kirk Cousins is exactly but, why you lost. Yeah, you don't want to chump running back receiver in that super flex spot. That makes no sense. I don't even care if it's like Baker Mayfield. He's going to score more points than anyone else. Right. You guys agree with me on that? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so you just did the math 16. in your head. 
there's only 32 quarterbacks yeah, that are 36. starting. Yeah, 36. I hear you. And I we hear have you. 36 open spots for quarterbacks. Okay, but okay, but the, my argument to that would be, okay, so people are wasting their draft picks. You're saying top-heavy. They're picking quarterbacks early. So, so you should go pick up somebody who's you know decent. That means there's more running backs and wide receivers for you. A fantasy football draft is supposed to be a balanced, well-thought-out, like, holistic draft. Running backs, receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks. Everything's worth equal. Like you have strategies. Everyone should have like someone should be able to strategize. Be like, I'm going to be running back heavy or I'm going to be a wide receiver heavy or I'm going to get the best tight end and, you know, a couple of good running backs. But everyone in our draft has to just panic and get quarterbacks. It's the only thing you can do to win. It's your only option. So we're just it's a quarterback league. Brandon won because he had two amazing quarterbacks. Me, Will, and Sam were at the bottom because we had quarterback issues. It's the only reason we're at the bottom. I, I voted against – yeah, I voted against the, the offensive player. I think next year we shouldn't do that. It won like, what, six to eight or something like that? Yes, so. and the guys that are – so then – so that's issue number one. So I we started off, and you know what? I swallowed my pride. I said it's fine. Next, next year I'll draft two quarterbacks at the start like I did this year. So that's issue number one. But now we added the keeper – which makes it so much more toxic because if you think about it, <laughs> toxic quarterbacks are the prime commodity right now. It's the only, it's, it's the golden thing for you to have. If you don't have them, you're going to be in the bottom. If you do have them, you're pretty much guaranteeing not being at the bottom. If you have two good quarterbacks, but now yeah. we're playing keepsies where you can't even get your hands on the top quarterbacks, all the top, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, all these top quarterbacks are now locked in, cemented into a team for eternity. So now the, the so, you know, guys so, at the bottom are scrounging for shitty quarterbacks like yep. Sam Rogers because he can't <laughs> even access, he can't even strategize <laughs> to pick a good quarterback at the beginning. So, He's just fucked at the start. I will say this. I brought this up at the beginning. There are keeper leagues where the player you drafted, you have to pick someone. So let's say you have to keep um, – Jamar Chase, who I drafted in, in the fifth round last year, every year after that, it gradually moves down. So eventually those guys age out, you know, like Mahomes was a third round pick last year. Next year, he has to be your second round pick. This year has to be. So if that's how you're going to do a keeper, they should have to age out at a certain point. But why? I don't even get. Why are we even doing keeper? It makes no like who brought that well, up? I think Mahoney okay. probably did. And you know why like we're do, you know why we're doing keeper? Is because everyone's so terrified of losing, like Sam and I, because they know it's shit. And everyone's so terrified, and the guys that had Jonathan Taylor, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allens are like, shit, I don't want to give these guys up and have to go raw dog a draft again because I'm terrified of how it will go. But so let's just do a keeper league. So I just but I everyone outside hot. of everyone outside of two people had at least one person on their team that they think is a top five at that position. People well, I mean, once, once you establish the keeper league, then of course people are going to pick a keeper because they're not going to, you know, get the leftovers. But what did you do? Four... Did you draft Car- uh, McCaffrey? No, I got Herbert because Will forgot to keep him. Oh, okay. Oh, well, then there you go. Yeah. You also understand the quarterback's important. But I honestly, this is just my thought. It sounds more so an issue with the super flex than it does with the keeper because if you have no super flex. So you say we both transition. That's what I'm saying. Doing super both flexes. is yeah. a little super loaded on quarterbacks. So if we done away with the super flex I agree. next year and kept the keepers, then it would have to be okay. I well, agree. you can keep a quarterback, but it's not going to be like 
to your like crazy advantage, you know? Imagine yeah. like in the real NFL draft, if which like in real life quarterbacks are obviously like the vital part of the team. If Roger Goodell is like, hey, only these 10 teams, like the Eagles, Giants, and them, they're the only ones allowed to draft quarterbacks like in the first round and the rest <laughs> of the teams just got shit. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get back onto That's the actual scale right of, okay. So keep going. What else is your gripe? But so I'm just sick. I'd love when an NFL fantasy draft is you plan it out. You see which quarterbacks you like, the running backs you like, the wide receivers you like this year, you get excited that you might be able to go snag a Justin Jefferson or a Patrick Mahomes and you plan out. When am I going to like, it's a plan. Like, oh, I'm going to go snag a great QB in the third round, or I'm going to wait and get a QB in the seventh round. You know, I'm going to go reach for McCaffrey. I'm going to do this. But with the Keeper League, it's just, oh, all the top eight players just go right away. And then were it's just kind of like stupid. Were you a part of the mutiny chat I heard about yesterday against Charlie? If so, that was some details on that. That was a hutch chat, which I don't know why he <laughs> stabbed Rodgers in the back right after he made it. Wait, well, what? He, what? Feel he free did to drag Hutch. He will not be listening. So yeah, he does not <laughs> listen to this. You can the say whatever. The key is, is Hutch did ask me and Sam if we were willing to go join another league with a new commissioner. No, he wanted way. to literally no start a queue. <laughs> that is insane, Hutch. You barely even drafted last night. He auto drafted like half of his yeah, team. and he's like, oh, we need to have a fair draft. Like, dude, you don't even care about half the damn draft. Our voices are being silenced right now. I think we all agree that Keeper – I don't know how people don't agree. The no, people that don't I, I agree with OP. the Keeper thing are at the top of the top. I mean, yeah, I, I got third last year, so I guess okay, I – Okay, but Hinkle, know. hear me out. If there was no Superflex, then having a Keeper, at least it would just be running backs, wide receivers who naturally age out. Like Saquon two years ago would be a guy who this year you're like, why would I keep up? You're going to pick somebody but else. Why, why are we – like we have the worst punishment – in any draft I've done, we have a podcast going. We do weekly videos. Why are we overcomplicating draft? Why can't we just keep that? I agree. The traditional two quarterbacks, football? two quarterbacks, absolutely like ruins it. I think when you add superflex and you add keepers and you add all the shit or like the weird draft he wants to do next year, all it does is like add like randomness to it where someone could get fucked. And, and listen, like this Will is not... got fucked. Like his and... quarterback got injured. And he his team went to shit. And I, I want to say this because I know he's listening. Charlie, this is not by any means your fault. There are eight, it know, seven other people. It is 110% Charlie's fault. <laughs> I have to be diplomatic here. I think because there's, there's seven other people that voted for um, to keep a quarterback. I don't know, or two quarterbacks, like an offensive player. So I think that needs to be removed. But, okay. Yeah. Charlie's so, job is to look at the league comprehensively and keep control of it. And, of course, when John Mahoney's texting you, hey, we should, like, keep – Right. These players we have. Right. <laughs> you need to look at them and be like, hey, Sam Rodgers over there is about to eat pancakes for the third year in a row, and he like doesn't deserve this. Mahoney like, he does. Needs a... <clears throat> he wants to watch the world burn. He really does. I don't – I guess to finish the point, last league ha- – or last year happened. I lost. Why do we have to have, like, lasting – like leftover effects of last year on this year. Why can't we just be like, start fresh? You know what? I, you do make a good point that Mahoney brought it up just real conveniently that he just so happened to have Jonathan Taylor. And, and, you know. and I know how people were like, it doesn't I was matter blind that, that you didn't know. But like, I don't know who drafted him. Like no one would have drafted Tom Brady last year if they knew it was a keeper league. I'm sure at some point, Justin Herbert and Tom Brady were both sitting there and someone drafted Tom Brady. 
because they didn't know that it was like going to be a long term thing. Well, I would have yeah. went. I would have drafted a quarterback Ask really Will. early. Ask Will. He drafted him, so I guess we'll That's, know. I mean, I people would have completely changed their like strategies in the draft if it was a keeper league. All right, so I think we can all agree on parts of that because yeah, like if you're going into another year, you want a fresh start, especially if you're on that bottom tier, like you lost. I, I can understand that. So, I mean, are you saying do away with both the super flex and the keeper and just keep just, it back to the base? That's boring. I'm dude. in, I'm in dude, four leagues and they're all traditional. You can't even like mock draft, which is half the fun in fantasy football because our league's too complicated that like the algorithms can't even figure it fucking out. Oh, so just the preseason <laughs> rankings don't mean anything. If they do, uh, will the know. average dude average draft positions all they look at? They look at Will's team and rank him higher than mine, and he has eight defensive players. There's no way that is accurate. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, I would be a... okay if we went back. I still think As Superflex is 10. stupid, but I think I mean, imagine in ten years what Charlie will do to this league. It'll it's gonna be a shit show. I we just th- need to go back to our roots. I do think there was a lack of accountability um, this year in allowing you to even do CMC. Because, I mean, if you even have to ask the question, is this shady? Chances are it's fucking shady. So I think Charlie <laughs> had absolutely no accountability. So, I mean, well, yeah, think people about, are calling think for I his was, head. I will say that. I called him and I said, hey, I just picked up. And that I was, was shady. actually very well-toned and calm. And I said, hey, I just picked him up. Do I get him? And I asked in the chat. Everyone said, absolutely not. And I said, that's fine. I won't get him. And Charlie, the commissioner, who's corrupt, wanted me <laughs> to get him. Like, he wants chaos. Charlie is catching strays, dude. Charlie, yeah. I, I love you. I'm so sorry that it's coming to this. But there are some good points being made. So you can just bark at me about this later. I, I, Charlie, the only reason Charlie deserves it is if you want to be a commissioner that doesn't get shit, just keep the league like as simple as possible and just keep it concrete like that. Don't keep adding Dude, all this I like, randomness to it. I like that. I mean the, all the points and stuff. So, I mean, yeah, maybe we do two flexes, but just don't like two quarterbacks is what really fucks it. Cause to your point, it's a crapshoot. If one of them gets injured, like that just punishes you. We I think, have too many, too many people in this league to do two quarterbacks. Right. You can't right, do it with 12 people. Yeah, right. 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 Yeah. So, yeah, so, or so maybe we do a hunger game system where, you know, next year we remove one of them, the keeper, and then the year after that we remove the super flex or vice versa. The and then whole... we go down into traditional two years. <laughs> it's going to be – Come back. It's <laughs> going to be, yeah, the snake draft. We snake draft it. The It'll whole, be like, 80 fun, points. The whole fun of having 12 people is, like, having, like, a sleeper. More money in like, the pot. matters. Like, having a good play, like yeah. player who's, like, maybe, like, half starting matters. But if you have two quarterbacks and it's so top-heavy that, like, your two receivers really aren't going to make a difference if someone has Josh Allen and, you know, Russell Wilson. Like, they're yeah. just going to beat you. Yeah. All right. Well, Hinkle, thank you so much. This has been great. We have one minute left. Um, I'm really looking forward to this segment. Uh, we're just going to do Hinkle's head every week. So we get your thoughts on it. We'll talk to other people. Um, one minute left. Last wrap up question I have. Where do we stand at uh, on the calendar? Um, I have one left to do this okay. weekend. And then whose is it? Is it Mahoney's? It's Mahoney's. Okay. I think Hutch is bringing it to me, and then it'll be all complete, and okay. the blood will be off my hands. Okay, and then you're going to order them, right? Yes. Okay, can't wait. Can't wait. Thank you for your time, Austin. We'll talk to you hey, next goodbye. week. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. All right, thank you so much to Austin. That was perfect. Yeah, that was everything and more of what I wanted. Yeah, Charlie, you caught a lot of strays, so no hard feelings, man. But, I mean, being a commissioner is a thankless job. Heavy as the head.
All right, that was Hinkle's head. This segment is presented by Minneapolis Holiday Inn. Come enjoy our excellent showers and spacious rooms that can sleep five comfortably. Located just minutes away from downtown Minneapolis, we've got it all. Come enjoy our complimentary breakfast in the morning and engage in friendly conversation amongst our guests. Go check them out, you guys. Thank you to our friends who are at Minneapolis Holiday Inn. Great people over there. Great for any stay, business, or pleasure. Mostly pleasure. Okay, guys. We're now going to welcome on. I mean, after we had Hinkle on, we have to let uh, Charlie have the stage and talk and defend himself. I'm not going to let Charlie. What's up, Charlie? He just connected here. Um, so, yeah, you know, Charlie. You can unmute yourself. Um, we are doing Hinkle. One minute of Hinkle every week. Uh, or not one minute. More like uh, ten minutes. And uh, I just want to let you know he had a lot to say. <laughs> what are your thoughts on – let's hear your side of the story. When he called you – because I think that Christian McCaffrey was an absolute scumbag. Like if you have to if, – if you have a gut feeling it's wrong, it's probably wrong. I have a feeling that Inkle's one minute is like asking Frank the Tank about the Mets. Well, it <laughs> just is a rant for five minutes straight. It was. It was. He was on his uh, – it reminded me of the – who the Riddler and the new Batman is yeah. <laughs> going crazy. So I'll let you talk about how that all went down. And I also want to hear your opinion on the two quarterback uh, league and why uh, that makes sense. He made a lot of points against it, how it ruins the league. You ideally, if one gets hurt, you know, then you're really fucked. And those are the guys who always lose the league. So he's anti keeper and anti QB. So we just want to give you the chance to defend yourself because you're going to hear it in the podcast. Oh, thank goodness. I'm very excited. Um, so we'll go with what the Christian McCaffrey debacle was. He called me yesterday about five hours before the draft. And it was like, do you know that Christian McCaffrey is like on the waivers, like available? And I was like, no, because Hamburg kept saying he was going to keep McCaffrey. So I assume McCaffrey is on his team. Yep. Uh, and he's like, well, he's not. And I added him and he's on my team now. <laughs> All-time bag fumble. And it, no joke, an hour before I texted Cook, because I saw he added Brees Hall. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So I was I like, mean... I didn't even know this was possible. Never thought to go look who was available. Um, and I was like, kind of hats off to Austin. Like, he was just more <laughs> off of it this year. Cook, I asked Cook, I'm like, why did you do that? He's like, I was really high, dude. Like, I was watching. <laughs> Everybody told me, I was like, and now that I know we could have Chris McCaffrey, I know he was really big. Yeah, yeah I picked up uh, Brees Hall, uh, the future youngster. <laughs> um, so I kind of just thought that was fair game because people should have been more on top of it. And like I've been saying, we're all learning to keep her together. Yep. Um, yep. And also, it's just the Hinkle and Hamburg rivalry will go down in history. Um, so I'm going to allow that to be a new chapter. Hinkle told us that Hutch suggested a new league. He suggested that a new <laughs> league be created without you. Well, and then the best part is Hamburg, who I just admitted to, I was willing to let him get screwed over and not have McCaffrey, uh, is the one that snitched Hutch out to me. He, like, texted me on the side, like, just so you know, there is no prize <laughs> right now. Hutch will never listen to this, so he caught some strays for sure. Yeah. But, he will continue to catch strays. But I told this to Hamburg and Cox when he called me later about it that if Hutch, Sexy, and Hinkle left, it'd be like the Redskins, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bears, and 
like, like the lions like, and the yeah like the lions <laughs> like, like no, don't. Yeah, right. Those are easy wins, though. You know, you need those guys. You don't just want to have it all top heavy. Yeah. What was the other question about? Oh, the two quarterback league. Yep. This is a good time to uh, add him as well. So go oh, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He's got a lot to say to you. Surprise guest, Austin Hinkle. <laughs> hey, was... Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna start off with a quote that I found. Here we go. And this sums up exactly how I feel about Charlie. <laughs> okay. A leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim is fulfilled. They will say, we did it ourselves. Let me explain. Charlie is making his presence as commissioner way too known. He's making his figure in this league way too big. I want to feel like I'm doing what I want to do in my fantasy league, and I'm not swimming up current against Charlie. He's creating rules to make it hard for the people at the bottom. And Charlie, it's sickening. Charlie, your rebuttal. Um, I feel like there's a little bit of Roger Goodell where my job is to take strays for the owners. Yep. yep. It's a tough we job. We have dude. a very clear democracy. I send out a survey every year, and I just go with what the majority says. Um, but like I said, I think part of my job is to take the bullets from um, – the lookers on for the other owners that voted for what the rules yeah. are. I mean, shit, do we get into a witch hunt scenario where we make the survey reserve public? Because that would answer a lot of questions. Yeah, honestly, I, I want names. I was going to show names, but I didn't have the survey set up to save names. Oh, all, convenient. all time I back. It, the data that would be sucks. skewed this time. That sucks. Um, I wanted to be known to Austin. I voted against the keeper. I don't like the keeper. It's the it's the quarterback that I kind of agreed with him on, dude. That's like if you don't, it's just like it makes the, it so important. You have to have two quarterbacks. The quarterback issue has been voted on twice. I know, but we should just do a super flex. We should do a super flex, not an offensive position player like where you can do a quarterback. Super flex is offensive play. I'm saying exclude. I'm saying so like a flex is wide receivers, tight ends, running backs. I'm saying two of those would be cool, but I don't know. My thoughts uh, on it are I feel like having the two quarterbacks makes it more realistic. Like, if you did a regular one-quarterback league, people would draft, like, Tony Pollard over Josh Allen. And that's just not, like, how that should be drafted at all. Josh Allen's a better player than Tony Pollard. Yeah, not everyone can get Josh Allen, though. That's true. That's kind of what stinks about the keeper is that, like Hinkle said, Hinkle raised this concern that people will just hold on to quarterbacks forever. Yeah. I know. That's why there should be some age out system. You draft them in the fourth, and next year you have to take them in the third, the second. You know what I mean? Like, that's how they line it up. You go. I don't know if we can do that. I also would like to switch to just a sleeper league app. I think we should have a podcast. No. A a sleeper league? It's called. That's like the app that runs. I know. No, but it's you don't start a lineup every week, right? That's what a sleeper is. You don't, oh, so that's why it's a sleeper is you draft the players and then it automatically pulls up your highest scoring. So like there's no decision making process that like breaks your heart or anything. It just pulls up the best guy. Like there's so no star. Yeah. Hingle, you want to continue your ambush? Or... I'm, I, muted him. <laughs> I muted him and I don't know if he knows he's muted or if he's not. Available. <laughs> he, I was just getting a lot of echo. Let me. Can you him. hear me? Yeah, I can oh, hear you can now. Hear you. I have literally been screaming this whole time. 
Are you serious? <laughs> There's no like way. Everything Charlie said, I've had a rebuttal. Punched in air. Oh, Wait, no. have you not heard me this whole time? This whole time we haven't yeah. heard you. Okay, Charlie doing the sleep crap is literally right on cue. He literally thinks he's Adam Silver, like doing cool real. He's like a cracked out <laughs> Adam Silver right now. And it pisses me off. Just keep it simple. We would vote on the issues. Okay, and what I also said is, as commissioner, you need to understand that things are more nuanced than just majority rules. That makes it, you can't just do majority rules for everything. I, it's, I know it seems, I know that, it seems logical. That's what a democracy is, Austin. A dictatorship. So you want is, an electoral college. We will majority rule this league into the ground. You need to just get some like control. Keep it simple. Don't change something every single year. Here's what happened, Angle. Hitler just wanted against, control. If we went against the majority and I just started changing rules, then you would bitch at me about the rule I changed with and be like, did we even vote on this? <laughs> every rule change that you make every single year, just like there's no it introduces the idea that someone's gonna lose as an excuse. And I hate that. I had I have a great excuse for why I lost the first league. If if someone loses the keeper league this year, they're going to say they got fucked because the keeper. Inkle, you also lost in a standard non PPR one quarterback league too. So yeah, that was tough last year. You did yeah, you did lose. You're not league. good at fantasy. Yeah, you're not allowed to talk about other fantasy football leagues on this podcast. This is an exclusive podcast for one. <laughs> in a league that was. What you're asking. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, you are just a terrible decision maker, but I, you were making you were making some good points earlier. You're just a bad you might just be a bad manager. You look in the mirror. I think if we're gonna do majority rules then we need a majority rule, Charlie, out of the commissioner's seat. And who 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 is the ideal commissioner? Mahoney? You want him to do the I will auction take this, system? I'll take the place. No, no, no. Mahoney will no Mahoney will turn into a dictator. <laughs> Charlie you, is leaving. And you won't you just said facade that he's a democracy even though he's secretly a dictator and mahoney's his like right hand man he is dude mahoney is always scheming hinkle you were commissioner in high school and nate answered and texted your mom about it yeah that's right you he's held on to the money just in the history i've learned a lot about what a commissioner needs to do that was like 50 bucks man what you do with 600 dollars? hinkle how are you about to say that it, there needs to be no voting then the commissioner needs to make decisions and then say that oh you know who's the perfect person for that job me i like to not listen to anybody else and just do what i want to do the whole idea is majority rules for separate instances of this like super pick and then a separate instance of keeper yes people might have voted yes for both those separately but it doesn't take a genius to know that those can't go together those two things cannot go together in a league. It makes no sense. Well, you might have some people that agree with you. I love the fact that you were screaming at the phone for uh, <laughs> like 20 minutes. Quite a while. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we missed a lot of good stuff. That makes me sad. I was like, I was like, why are they just talking over me? I was like, I'm screaming right now. <laughs> That's awesome. Angle, also, when we do those surveys, you don't really speak up. I have been speaking up about the freak out for the past year and a half. That was a draft day freak out. It's like clockwork. Yeah, I just did it. The big sexy of the world to hop on the train. And there's talks of mutiny. Oh, big, big sexy goes, he goes, uh, I literally hate my team already. <laughs> it's four draft picks Three rounds in. in yeah. I, I was dying. He's like, I hate this team. <laughs> and Charlie, if you think I'm bad and I'm the one bitching a lot, like we said earlier, Hutch is literally just trying to stage a cue behind your back. And I said no to that. 
So I'm at least fighting for what I believe in in this league and not running away. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Why don't next year you propose a couple rules? The team vengeance will propose some rules and we'll vote on them. How about if I, I like that? How about this? I, I like this. that. No one thinks I'm going to win. And Brian Rail said, if you're bottom three, you have no chance of winning. If yeah. I win, we get a takeaway keeper. Yeah, if you win, you can I love player. that. We Dude, can propose that. I love that. Propose it in the group chat. No, no, I don't even want to propose. I show some to, leadership, Charlie. Yeah, show some dictator leadership. I run a democracy. Okay, wow. but everyone in the group chat was talking shit about how there's no chance I win. So why would they care? <laughs> I'm all right with that. We just have to vote on it. I love that idea. I mean, I don't think there's. I think that's yeah. hilarious chance that he win so i i, mean, I would give him his time of day and even say sure there's four I mean, i'm there's looking four. at his team right now you only need three more people to agree Hank. are you seeing the genius move i did on my team the big brain move i'm seeing the lack of it and to be honest if you lost two leagues in one year and this is the <laughs> team i'm looking at i can tell you right now you're in for some trouble rashad penny puts up 25 points a game no one knows rashad penny's gonna get hurt game three Kenneth Walker. Be, too. that's why i took his backup you, you're doing the opposite of what they're saying on other popular podcasts. They're like, don't get the handcuff. That's like a move far past done at this point. <laughs> you're, My team you're, you're just making some, some moves. I have no questions. holes. I have no holes in my team. Who plays fantasy in 2015? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to leave now. No, I, <laughs> I want to see who joins this and votes on um, in your favor. You only need three more people to agree. But I, people are going to switch their sides. They say I can't win it, but then I'm going to say, but also he doesn't get that rule. So they need to pick. Either I can win this league or I can literally ab- abolish all these horrible rules. Proposing in the group chat. I'm very like anxiously excited to hear what Ingle said about me in the first half of this podcast. Yeah, that's why I had to give you a chance to get on because I knew you'd be fuming listening to it if you ever did. Like, I feel like it'll be bad that you had to call me up. No, no, it's not bad. It's just uh, we had to let you speak. It, you should have called Hutch about his January 6th group chat. I was really caffeinated, so I was half blacked out when I was saying <laughs> <laughs> Immediate lack of responsibility. Dude, I cannot get over that. You were screaming into your phone, and nobody was listening to you. You probably felt like I wish idiot. you had your camera on so we could have watched it at least. <laughs> yeah. I'm hiding in my office because Cora's in the other room. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. I'm going to turn that into a soundbite. Yeah. Well, this is perfect, guys. This is going to be a great little 20-minute segment. Okay. I'm going to go now. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, <laughs> Charlie. Thanks, Sean. I want time, you to vote on this. Okay. This and, any world. final thoughts before you go? Final thoughts, either of you? I would love a commissioner corner like once a month just to defend myself. Of course, dude. Of course. That sounds great. Commissioner Commissioner's corner. That's yep. great. There, we're actually I still saying. feel like I have a lot to say, but I can wait till next week. I'm sure. So when I'm not here, to talk to back. <laughs> this I'm scared is... that Charlie that I can see Charlie. I don't. We, see him right. Cook and I are going to be sitting on a fence because it seems like we have the extreme right in uh, Charlie and the extreme left in Hinkle. <laughs> Just absolutely <laughs> going at it. Mahoney's joining now. Oh. Dictator would be here. <laughs> What's up, John? How are we doing? How's the Texas life? That's all right. Just getting a little food now. So good. Any uh? Go ahead, Hinkle. What? What am I supposed to say? Uh, tell them your new rule. 
Oh, Mahoney, what do you think about the rule that if I win this this year, I get to remove keeper league from the from the, the league? Fine, I don't care. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's great. John, uh, any quick thoughts on how the draft went last night or thoughts on the weekend with Cook? You know, I think what I tell you is uh, I think the numbers numbers don't lie and being uh, being picked first, you know, being projected first, I think, you know, I think and he's gone. <laughs> He's on the you move. guys should just give me 10 minutes every week and Mahoney 10 seconds <laughs> I mean that's perfect he, wants. he literally had 10 <laughs> seconds and he uh, he lagged out so. he has to PDF as much as he can into 10 seconds yeah. okay I'm leaving okay perfect thanks guys appreciate Me it as well. yeah. have a great right. podcast time, fellas. enjoy the study bye. bye Mahoney we lost all of that dude missed every single yeah. one of it yeah. Yeah, sorry, my I think my connection is shifted. So I was just gonna say, I mean, I think you know, it's not easy to be the one that always gets projected to win the league, you know, following the draft. But it's a pretty simple strategy that really, uh, really can kind of allow you to do that. So Jim, Jim Tan Laundry, dude, that's the life. You don't, you know, you don't reach. You, uh, you know, you find value where you can where you can get it, and you just, you know, kind of let uh, you let people overpay. You know, I think that's uh, <laughs> others to it. <laughs> So your strategy is to take the top guy on ADP suggestion. It works. Well, yep, he's got it. Okay, no worries. No worries. Um, that was great. I think that's going to be really great. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, shit. <laughs> we got we got a thought from everybody. So. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. That was great. That was great. Um, yeah, I think I I don't dude. I am out of I'm out of words. Yeah, we get to the sponsorships. Yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, we'll kick it over to uh, one of our presenting sponsors. Are you a sicko? Do you look like two for one action with reprehensible consequences? Well, Station Two Eighty is certainly the place for you. Make sure you stop by and take advantage of their two for one, all day, every day. Eighty percent of the time, you end up at another station. A hundred percent of the time, go see your friends at Station Two Eighty and have a night you won't remember. Okay, let's circle this off with just taking a look at um, everyone's teams and just kind of giving our two cents. Um, we're just looking now at the roster. So this is off the top of the head. Uh, Hammy's PJs, what do you love? What do you hate? The Charlie, he made the, the bold yet not bold choice to keep Patty Mahomes. I like that move. Um, as far as the rest of his team, I think he had an overall pretty good draft. We'll see what happens with uh, Trey Lance. Um, you see the serial pervert down and on his bench. So yeah, we'll <laughs> psycho pick on your part, Charlie. Just psycho pick. Yeah, we'll see if that ends up turning into anything. But don't love it, don't hate it. Um, let's see what he's in the projections. I think he's like middle of the road. Yeah, he's like yeah seven. Um, I love the Khalil Herbert handcuff right there with Montgomery. Uh, I think Kareem Hunt splitting with Chubb is going to be a problem. I Charlie, I t- think I told this to you yesterday. Um, I think our when I look at your team and my team, I think they're the same team. I, our quarterback situation is very similar, running back similar, stud wide receivers. Um, but obviously, I think I like what I have going on a little better than uh, Marquise Brown. But uh, both uh, have very very similar players going on. So Mahomes pick great. Aaron Jones very high on him. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Craven Moorhead. So Derek Carr, I think he's got a fucking absolute rocket of an arm. One of the last few gunslingers in the league. Love him. Running it back with Cup. 
great keeper pick. Brees Hall, I'll be curious to see what he does. I What does he have, like 24 games in a row straight with a touchdown? Yeah, I mean, that's going against Big 12 defenses, so we'll see what happens when you know he's running behind the Jets' whole line. But that's a good point to make. I also I saw Saquon on there, and when I was looking at the running back situation, you got Saquon, who I had on my team last year, total joke, injured the whole season basically, probably the season before that as well with ACL. Brees Hall, largely untested on Jets' offense. And if you look down here, it's like, okay, we got Mostert, Jamal Williams. Like, Lazard's a good bench pick. Like it, For him to be on the bench right yeah. now, that's a pretty good pick. Um, wow, I didn't even see you at Devontae Adams. So, yeah, you have the entire uh, offense of the uh, Raiders outside of um, – help me out here, Darren Waller. Darren Waller, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Carson Wentz, oof. That's just an oof pick. I, I see, oof. I see, I say oof right when I see Carson Wentz, yeah, like, Kirk Cousins, and I mean even my Max Jones pick. Like I kind of oofed on that, but um, I don't know. I was talking to some guys at work today, and totally, totally did not take late season weather into account. They're just yeah. gonna be handing the fucking ball off in the playoffs, right? When I our playoffs, when I you know I need them the most. So kind of an all time uh, questionable move on my end, but that's we're not at my team yet, so. Um, you say, who would you pick up? <laughs> a Big Ten towing. Uh, Cook, I'll just let you stroke yourself off. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of stroking to be done here. I uh, kept Jay Jettas. It was an easy pick. And then to start off the draft, you know, I was the number one pick, luckily, which, you know, some people may say that's good and bad, but I saw it as a plus here because I was able to pick up Joe Burrow and Joe Mixon back to back. Then when it came around again, you know, we got Leonard Fournette, DK, um, you know, Zeke. The only area of my offense that's, you know, a little questionable sketchy is just going to be the fact that, you know, I have a lot of players on the same bye week. And if any one of these, you know, top tier wide receivers to go down, we'll see how that plays out. But other than that, yeah, big fan of my team, big fan of the way I picked. Uh, that's yep. probably enough stroking on that. <laughs> the, yeah, you're literally just watched you whip out your Johnson for a good 15 <laughs> seconds. Um no, I think uh, the, having the bounce back pick is so key. When you're able to get the, you know, bang bang, even being yep. you know an 11th rafter, and you have to um, wait two picks to get you you know back to you. I think that's so key. So um, that's great. Burrow pick is super shysty. Mixon shysty. Um, Jay Jettas, that's obviously your keeper, the best player on your team. Um, Leonard Fournette, hopefully he can stay healthy. Ezekiel Elliott, that is just the human oof as well. <laughs> Throw him in the oof <laughs> category because, you know, it could be great. Um, Fields, it's fun to have a Chicago Bear on your team. Um, love that you're starting Hunter Henry, uh, though, over. Um, wow, you already dropped your tight end that you drafted. No, he's down there. Cole Komet. I even drafted Komet oh, before yeah. uh, Hunter Henry there. That's but... what I'm saying. Yeah, you can't start him. Can't. No, I'm not going to start him. It's going to be one of those, you know, few weeks into the season, see where he's at. Yeah. You know, don't love him, don't. I hate him. He made out with my girlfriend. Yeah, I was so going to say, for those, of you, for those of you, for those of you, luckily. That's great. Michael Chris, go ahead. Oh, all right. Let's take a look at the Barnstormers here. I mean, last year, I can't remember. Did Mike, he didn't finish in the top tier, did he? he was, I think he was in the playoffs. No, I mean, potentially. He was one of those guys on that was uh, borderline either way, but I do think he did. Yeah, the Barnstormers. Mike, we're going to give you a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. All right. Well, just looking at his team, I mean, 
you know, his running backs look good. You know, he was the one that jumped on the Damon, Damian Pierce, hoping for some value there. Uh, he did just get named starting running back of Houston. Take that for what it's worth, though. Yep. Because Houston's big old dumpster fire. Yep. Um, but what I will say is I do like his picks like Waller, Lockett. Like, these guys kind of I, – I don't want to say question marks, but, you know, with Russ leaving, having a new quarterback, you know, having Devontae Adams get added to the team. We'll see what happens. I mean – Obviously, he's still a top-tier tight end, and obviously, you know, you got Tom Brady there ringing in as a second um, quarterback there. So, I mean, he's got – from all accounts, it looks like a good team. We'll just have to see about those players as we get into the season there. For those of you playing at home, the uh, take a shot every time you hear, obviously, you are absolutely hammered right now. <laughs> I think you just said that eight times in a row. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I think I have a problem. Well, obviously, I think I love the Kyler Murray pick. I love the Steph Diggs pick, obviously. Darren Waller, obviously. Um, Tyler Lockett. That should just be a segment. It should just be obviously. It should just be the most obvious things that are stated in the world. Um, Tyler Lockett, do not really like that pick. But, hey, what do I know? Um, Lick by Stafford. Rocky, you somehow managed to find the second worst name in this league, right behind Team Craven Moorhead. Um could be a little more original, I guess, is all I'm trying to say. Um, I was actually thinking about it last night, you know, high thoughts. And I thought it would have been better to just have Matthew's staff. I yeah. Don't know. Or, I, personally, I, I thought that was a – Yeah, or just play it on a little staff infection, you know, for the wrestlers. You can yeah, just play it off yeah. of that. Um, Eckler should be great. Dawson Knox is a great pick as well. Uh, we will see about Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, Justin Tucker taking him was an elite move early. That was a power move. Do not fault you at all for that. That's all I've got. Yeah. I mean, as you can tell there towards the end of the bench, I think he only got two picks into his bench before it auto drafted. So I'm seeing, you know, three, four linebackers, a safety and a DN. So he's probably going to want to hop on the app at least a few times before uh, the season kicks off Thursday. Cause I think he's got some waiver acquisitions to make, but other than that, I would say, you know, for the core picks, I think did pretty well. Tyreek, Eckler, you know, Stafford's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, overall, good yeah. job, Rock. We'll uh, we'll see how engaged you are. Yeah. Um, Vengeance, Hinkle, I think your best pick was DeAndre Hopkins. He is going to come off with Sussy at the perfect time at the end of the year. Obvious wide receiver one number one for the um, cards. So Obvious? That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. 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 Uh, Graham Gano, terrible pick. 49ers defense, we will see. Uh, Jalen Hurts, and the second greatest pick I saw. I think Kyle Pitts is a stud. Um, I don't think that's saying anything very special. Mari Cooper is a terrible pick. Michael Thomas was a terrible pick. And uh, Cam Akers was also a terrible pick. So I will stand by that. Sorry for pissing anyone off. Ooh, and Julio Jones on the bench. So Only pick I like on this whole team, um, obviously besides Justin Herbert. Obviously. obviously. Uh, would be George Pickens. I think we all heard the hype around him. If uh, you know Mitch Trubisky can actually sling it downfield and actually get it to the receivers, he's slated to have a little good season there. But other than that, Hinkle, your picks fucking sucked. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So I'll probably just leave it at that. Yeah, we'll see. So I think there's a lot to uh, there's a lot left to be desired with that team. So, Austin, I know you're listening. Take that with a, a little grain of salt. What do we know? There's a caveat here, guys. Yep. What the fuck do we know? Um... Charlie Crowley. Uh, no, I'm sorry. William Jewell D-Mac. Is that uh, – that's Hutch. Hutch. Yeah, yeah, that's another – nice. Nice one, dude. Um, 
Kirk Cousins, terrible pick. I think if you draft Kirk, you lose. I think Hinkle can attest to that. I think Terry McLaurin is used goods. Dalvin Cook, used goods. Christian McCaffrey, used goods. Tua Tagalavoa, who the fuck knows? Dalton he, Schultz, great fuck. pick. Yeah, I mean, the story doesn't start well, but it certainly doesn't get any better when you look at his bench. I mean, we're looking at all guys who, you know, yeah. were something, maybe could be something, but are nothing as of the moment. So um, don't like that he, you know, kind of has a few handcuffs there, has a few players who I don't think will actually turn into anything, but we'll see, you know, what do we know? Yeah, I think uh... – he won't even listen to this, so, you know. I, yeah. I, Why are we wasting our breath? Yeah. Uh, the Fighting Michael Michaels. Someone I think it's are, Michael Michels. Uh, no, it's Jack Hamilton. Oh, yeah, the Fighting Michael Michels. Good call. Thank you. I, I, I apologize. Um, Josh Allen. Great pick. John Der Swift, mid-pick. Uh, I don't know why. Usually Hard Knocks gets me excited for a player, but hey, maybe the – they just have a stink on him that, yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, they made him look like a god in the the dock, but I mean that's Detroit, so the best. But of did all... they though? I was thinking that we hardly saw any of him. They were like, he's just a clear cut number one. And then they yeah. focused on Pimpleton, who can't catch a fucking route. Jesus Christ! And your last name's Pimpleton. Like I know about bad last names, and that's a bad last name, dude. Uh, Jerry Judy, great pick. Tight ends, I love tight ends. Dallas Goddard, really good pick. Thielen, that broke my heart. I had him cued. You reached. You got him. Broke my heart. Dak Prescott, really love that pick. And Harrison Bucker. So, you know what, Mike? Oh, A.J. Dillon on the bench. I really like your team. I really like you. Yeah, I really like your team, Amy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like the team for the most part. The only thing that kind of raises eyebrows here is the running back situation. Yeah, um, Elijah Mitchell is yeah, – who knows. I mean, I had Elijah Mitchell last year, and he was great when healthy. Um, the problem is staying, staying healthy, healthy and the fact that yep. he's going to have a committee. Yeah. Um, much like, you know, I bet DeAndre Swift is a clear-cut guy. We know that. But, I mean, who knows? It's the Lions. So, mm-hmm. when you get into his bench here, you got A.J. Dillon. Um, mm-hmm. Rex Burkhead is the top-off option after that. So, mm-hmm. Uh, no if doubt. he runs into any injury issues, I think we'll be seeing some some trades from this guy. Yeah. Um, Mahoney, your team is just kind of all around. Like That's why they gave you number one ranking. And everyone heard he talked some, a little bit of shit when his connection wasn't sucking donkey cock. But he, uh, he does not have a whole lot of holes that I could see. I think maybe Chris Godwin is a flex. Um, it, maybe there is a better option out there on his bench. I won't give him any advice because uh, I think his team's pretty good. But uh, I do, obviously, you're of the tight end. Love Mark Andrews. Um, kind of the only target out there in Baltimore. I think Jameis Winston's such a you know, highest ceiling, yeah. you know, for the lowest value. Um, and obviously, Taylor and Kamara, you have absolute problems at running back. Um, good problems, good problems. T. Higgins, a lot of talk about T. Higgins. Um, from people who want to seem like they know what they're talking about. Um, <laughs> Jacoby Myers could have a good year. Daniel Jones, uh, I guess we'll see. And Juju, um, that is pretty exciting as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the story of Mahoney's draft was he went in, got the key players at the RB and wide receiver position, got the tight end he wanted. Um, you know, he, I did hear him say something during the draft that he missed out on the QB parade. So we'll see here. Obviously, Jameis. Um, has a lot more offensive production than, you know, say some other quarterbacks in the league, but you're going to get 
the touchdowns with the picks there. It's kind of a dual dichotomy. Yeah, um, talk about gunslingers. Jameis is in that category as well. He's all like go big or go home. He yep. He's the type of guy you take to a roulette wheel and he's putting it all on fucking one number and then, you know, not even red, black, like just all in. Um, okay, great. Uh, Sam Ellis, Sam Ellis. Will, a name so nice and named him twice. <laughs> um, th- the funny thing about that name is that happened our junior year of high school. So what is that? six or seven years ago and will just thinks Please. it's the funniest thing ever so um Shot from the rafters but we'll take it yeah so funny it's just such an outdated reference that's how you know that we're real ones if you if you know where that's from seven years ago so um <clears throat> gosh i keep i'm stroking off tight ends but travis kelsey great pick um javante williams i'm a denver fan him splitting with gordon is going to be interesting, but I really do believe in him, and I'm just very hopeful about the offense. But splitting time with Gordon is tough. Najee Harris, great, great pick. Um, gosh, Waddle, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, his offensive player is another receiver though, so you know he really auto drafted not help you. Oh, Drake um, London too. Holy shit! Yeah, does he not have two quarterbacks? No, because remember, he's, I'm pretty sure he started auto drafting because oh. he has Derwin James, DeAndre Campbell, all great picks. To be yeah. fair, Shaq Leonard is who I wanted, and he absolutely stole him. Uh, wow, he has the handcuffs, so he has Melvin Gordon, Gordon the third too. So maybe that could be his flex. Um, he won't listen to this, so you know it no, doesn't yeah. matter. He's too busy uh, stocking shelves. I think someone said, "Yikes!" Um, <laughs> sorry, broad. Yeah, that too. Yeah, sorry. Well, that was not nice. Um, <laughs> I don't think it'll care. Um, okay, so I will just think out loud here. Jamar Chase, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb. Those are going to be my three most important players this year. If Josh Jacobs has a top five year, that'll be so important. Jamar needs to come out and have a sophomore year that lived up to his freshman year, even though he literally broke rookie records last year. He hasn't stopped. Imagine his career. He went from LSU winning championships to playing in the Super Bowl after he won the Blitnikoff, best NFL or best uh, college receiver, and then immediately into a young offense there for the taking with his yep. former quarterback. Like, Doesn't get much better. Dude, this guy has been winning. And the shitty thing is living in Cincinnati, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, they're not having any good after-game trips. I yeah. Mean, probably <laughs> still – Hit a yeah. few titty clubs, but at yeah. the end of the day. And obviously, I'm probably not saying anything super profound with you know saying that the Lamar Jackson is obviously have, going to have to carry my team. But I think I'm spread a little more uh, wide, um, you know, yeah, as far as talent. Like, I'm, you know, trying not to rely, except Mac Jones is my second. So it's like, ugh. Um, McManus had to take him, had to take uh, Cortland Sutton and uh, TJ Hawkinson. Go Hawks. Uh, if anyone is looking for a third quarterback when there's inevitably gets injured, hopefully Mariota is still starting. He is purely for uh, to be traded later. <laughs> uh, he is a to be traded yeah. later pick uh, when someone gets desperate. I do not know anything about Al- Albert Akwubogunuman, the uh, hell. yeah the Denver Broncos tight end. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's just call that. Uh, also, total tweak city. Michael Gallup forgot he tore his ACL, so he. He's good to hold on to, though. You have an IR spot. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, um, Mike Evans, I'm just hopeful. I heard some weird shit about Brady. For those of you who listen to part of my take, you'll hear the theory going around uh, that him and his wife were going through it, went to a tropical island, uh, potentially, you know, people are talking separation. Dang. So, you know, hopefully he doesn't take that to the field. <laughs> hopefully he leaves <laughs> that in the locker room because uh, I have Mike Evans, but um, we'll see. No, Tom Brady, the family man, won't be passing it to a guy going through it, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like Gibson in the background. I think I have uh, healthy backups. At least they're not RB2s. Um, Sky Moore is also just a pure fuck it pick. He could wind up just be it. I mean, his name is Sky Moore. Yep. That is the most wide receiver badass name I've ever heard. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, not a wide receiver number, though. I just – I realized during the draft last night, I pressed on his name is number 24. So, Oh, I love I, that even more. That's my oh, number, dude. That's perfect. That's perfect. It's Dustin. Do I have any other 24s on my team? Josh Jacobs? Oh, he's 28. Nick Chubb. That's a 24. Yes, it is. Let's go. Damn. Um, Load him up. What about Gibson? Oh, my God. Gibson's a 24, <laughs> too. Quick question on the Gibson matter here. He's projected more. I mean, I know where he's on a pretty – bad offense but they are playing jacksonville is that a something you're going to be looking at or are you good with your starting two right now i picked gibson we're talking about gibson right yeah okay i picked gibson because uh there was um only one other guy who was a rb1 and even though he's gonna be like splitting shares and people are talking about brian robinson you know like uh but yada yada the guy got shot you know guy so got shot antonio has time to limp me along early on if I need him, but I feel really good about Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs. Um, I no, could potentially... I, I wasn't even going to say that the Gibson pick was a bad pick by any means. Like, I, I to be honest, I thought it was a good pick. Yeah. I was just... Uh, For the flex. So, yeah, and even just week yeah. one matchup here, I'm just looking yeah. at it now, and I'm seeing, you know, he's projected more than both those guys. I was curious yeah. if that factored into your... I, I would consider that awesome. I would consider that. Long story short, I'll consider that. But yeah, he's just might have a bounce back year. Uh, he was pretty decent for uh, a few key moments for me last year. Um, I will say I have one, two, three, four, five, six, six uh, of the same people that I had last year. So I am a guy who I know what I like. You know, and that's meat <laughs> on my bones, if you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I think um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I'm an ass man, so um, that's all I'm about. Okay, Peterson Dorm Ooh, RA. He saved the best for last. Big Sexy's team who, in round three, already said he hated it. So this will make this that much more enjoyable. The hardest I've laughed in a while. <laughs> he does give me a good laugh. But like, it, It's purely pessimistic, but I love hearing – the fact that it's like, okay, he's sitting yeah. there hungover yeah. in the living room thinking I love it. couldn't get much worse. Right, right. It's just a funny image in my head. Um, Sam, I don't know why you're so upset. You have Jay Jettas. You have Joe Mixon. Oh, oh I am looking at your I am looking at your <laughs> tape. Completely wrong. Um, you have Aaron Rodgers. You have Derrick Henry. And you have Debo Samuel. I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a good utility pick. If Russell Wilson has the season that we're hoping – I think everyone here is hoping Russell Wilson has a good season. Everyone yeah. besides Hankel because he's a bandwagon Chiefs fan. and um, I almost said Keaton, but damn, I didn't realize Keaton's on in this league. Um, but, yeah, I think Russell Wilson could you know potentially go off, and Hunter Renfro is a great um, second option for when Devontae is getting uh, locked up 
by, if anyone can, by their number one uh, corners and safeties. So uh, the only picture I really honestly didn't love was uh, Ryan Robinson. <laughs> uh, no. This guy was... literally got shot. <laughs> um, DJ Chark, uh, I was going to say. But no, I was actually going to say um, Devontae Smith on the bench. I don't agree with that at all. I think that he might even be taking a uh, – Mike Williams spot if uh, he can connect with Jalen Hurts. I think those two are going to finally click this year. They're two Bama boys. Um, obviously, Jalen transferred. I don't know if they, they played together. Yeah, they did because uh, he played in the Tua come, comes in and uh, saves the day game. Uh, RIP Georgia, RIP Mahoney that year. Um, yeah, so all in all, Sam, I, I think you got a lot to hang your hat on. I wouldn't feel as ashamed as uh, you might be feeling. Yeah, I mean – at least with the Devontae Smith debacle, I mean, I had him on my team last year. He's a guy who's going to go in, score 26 points one week, and then two points the next. Um, obviously, we know they boom more than they bust for the most part, obviously. But Obviously. Obviously. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I really, I'm looking at this team, and I really don't think it's as bad as he thought it was. So yeah. he should hang his head on that. Um, all right. That's great. Just to wrap it up. Um, I am going to give my top three predictions uh, for the uh, halfway season mark. So this this will be interesting because it won't be the full season. And maybe I'll revisit this if I remember. I'll set a tickler on my calendar to listen to this. Um, I think number three, uh, as far as ranking goes, ranking alone is going to be me. I think number two is going to be Brendan. And I think number one, I'm between Cook's team and I'm between Mahoney's team. Um, I, you know what, Cook, I'll, I'll give you the halfway mark. I'll yeah. give you the halfway mark. I don't know your schedule of the first half, but just so I can root for someone and him and I can come back swinging something uh, next time we talk to you guys. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll put, our, I'll put ourselves in there. And Mahoney, yeah. I, I, I don't even know if you'll listen, but I guess I'll gas you up a little bit. Um, I think the bottom three – are going to be Will Roderick. I think it's going to be Hutch. And I am just going to say Michael to stir the pot a little bit, just to get a <laughs> Michael chirp in there. Yeah, Thoughts? I, I love that. Um, you know, I, honestly, I like where you put yourself at three because I do think that you've got a team that can overperform. You know, I, I think that where you're at right now, the projection-wise, I don't think that was true. Obviously, what the hell does ESPN in there um, – analysts no but yeah i, I like that um as far as my top three i would say pretty similar to have you at three uh, i think you make it in the mix maybe even get into that two spot there um to be completely honest i could see hammy's pjs i like charlie at two i think he went through the draft did it pretty well um i haven't looked at his schedule but if it's anything like it was last year. I remember him going on a spree there. Um, I could see him being the two spot. And then for one, I'm going to give it to Mahoney. We're going to stroke him off a little bit more. I think just the way he approached the draft, um, does it every year. He's always first projected. He always has a powerhouse team. So I think that'll be the case. I Just to be noted, I don't think I'm going to be in the bottom three since I didn't mention myself. But my first six games of the year are against all good teams. And then the back half of my schedule is, you know, for lack of better words, just a bunch of cream puffs. So uh, I, I think optimistically I would be in that top three range, um, but we'll see after the first six games. 
Um, as far as the bottom three, I think they're all um, here in the same division, I would say. You know, I think we're going to have a healthy mix of Will, um, to be truly honest, Hinkle. And then I'm going to throw one out there to stir the pot as well. He probably won't listen, but I'm going to throw B-Row down there. You know, he won the league last year. I think he came in a little overconfident on his drafting, thought he had some good picks. But to be completely honest, his running back situation scares me. So if you're listening to this, Brendan, you know, you'll probably prove me wrong, make me eat my own words. But I do think that you're not going to have the same success you did last year. Brendan, I can't wait to sleep on your whatever next week. <laughs> That'll be really fun. I hope you have a pretty decent Insert setup. Word. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, the ground or air mattress or, you know, I got to figure it out on my own. The grass um, outside. Yeah. You know, I have a cot in my um, car left over from Country Thunder. So maybe I sleep uh, on a cot. So Military style. Yeah. Love it. So, guys, that's going to do uh, that's gonna do it for us as far as draft recap goes. Uh, looking forward to next week's, uh, I guess, this Thursday's first yeah. game of the season. Um, set your lineups. Uh, nobody text Hutch. Any reminders? Um, any, anything else, Cook, that comes to mind? I do. I have two urgent reminders for you boys coming into uh, the latter half of the week here. Number one, if you have DraftKings and you're in a DraftKings eligible state or a you know free betting state, there is a promo right now where you can go in, throw Moneyline bet if you're opted into the um, promo. And either Moneyline options, whether it be the Bills or um, the Rams, you can throw your money down and if either team is ahead by seven at any point throughout the game, you will get a win early. They'll count it as a dub, um, even if your team loses. So just a reminder, that's a quick way. Max bet $50, you're going to net profit about 33. Easy money. Uh, second one, also betting related. If you don't throw your entire savings account on the aisle under this week, I will be questioning you. I will be questioning all that you stand for, no your doubt. morals, and just the person you are in general. No doubt. Because we all know Iowa's not going to score any damn points, and we all know that Iowa's defense is going to hold the Cyclones to not too many damn points. So if you're a person who has a brain and likes spending some money to make some money, I think it's an obvious pick. That's, uh, that's my lock of the week. I actually will do a little Cyclone Hawkeye pregame view here. Cook and I talked about this. We both love that you have a lefty QB that slings that thing. Oh. That guy is going to be so fun to watch. I think he's a ginger. I can't really remember. Potentially red hair. Um, from Iowa, so you got to love that. But just a lefty that slings it. like a He is just a country Brock Purdy from what I can tell. Small town Iowa, gritty as hell. So that's going to be exciting. At least I can live vicariously through you guys. Echoing what Cook said, I think as an Iowa Hawkeyes fan, I would much rather have in one of the two categories of offense or defense, I would much rather have a top 10 in one of those categories and a top, you know, or a number, you know, 65, whatever it is, in the other one than just be middle of the pack 50 and both. You know what I mean? I would, so our, our case is I would much rather have an absolute dog defense like we do and be known for that and have, you know, producing guys every year in, year out, defensive ends, corners, safeties, backers, you name it. We'll produce those guys. I would much rather this year, you know, that's the way I'm coping with it is at least we have a top 10 defense. That to me 
is way better than just being mid at two things like yeah. Iowa State is used to being. So I'm hopeful for this next week. Um, but I think it's going to be uh, three field goals and maybe one touchdown event for us. Like, I think we put up 16 points. I think you guys get 10, and we walk away with a scrappy win for the, I don't know, eighth year in a row. Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, the advice here is, in my opinion, over under. That's the only thing I can really count on here. I have no faith whatsoever throwing on Iowa money line, their spread. And to be honest, even if I was going the other route with it, Iowa State, maybe their money line is spread. I don't know if there's value there either because we could see what happens here. I mean, they haven't won in Kinnick since 2014. This is going think, to be – I think there's a stat out there that they haven't scored a touchdown in Kinnick since 2014. Dude, 2014, they won in Kinnick in 2014? That seems too soon. I mean, that was right before we got there a few years. Yeah, that's pretty fair. That would be right around the eight-year mark. Yeah. So but, I mean, back to your comment, though, about having a top 10 – D and then you know middle of the pack unfortunately it's as of the first week that's not even the case right. we obviously have a top 10 defense obviously but even if you look at espn the ranking statistics we're not even in cracking the top 100 oh no 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 as offensive production no no, no. That, that's and that's what i meant is i'm kind of okay with the way it is because yep. as brutal as it is i if we continue on this pace and we are seen as an absolute powerhouse like super respected as a defense yep I'm kind of okay with that for this year. Like, I like it. It's good. It's it's a mentality that's going to get me through the season because obviously Petrus is not at all productive. Um, we are not getting Bruce back anytime soon. It doesn't seem like our running back is um, having a tough time. I don't know if that's him or the offensive line. Um, need to go watch get, the tape on that. So I think we get Gavin Williams back. So yeah, we should hopefully have a little bit of a running game. Yeah, Jack Campbell's something to be excited about. Um, we have young freshmen who are, uh, you know, potentially going to be um, candidates at their positions, uh, respectively, in Xavier Nwapu. And uh, I'm sorry, remind me of the recruit's name. Uh, that committed to us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, we also have a couple exciting defensive guys come in. Um, really should have reached out to Hamburg uh, to talk about this. So sorry, <laughs> punching a wall right now. Yeah, I think, to be completely honest, this might be the year I buy a Tory Taylor jersey. I think he's the most valuable player on the team. No I doubt. Mean, no doubt. This is I've never once in my life been, you know, truly fascinated in special teams play. But yes. this guy, in the offense that we have, it is he allows us to night get those, and day difference. Yeah, he allows us to get those safeties. You know, he oh, pins absolutely. them so damn deep, and then our defense takes care of it. So, um, yeah, I think, I, you know, we're in a good mental health space. Um, it's good to be in the acceptance stage this early before the game, yep. you know? So um, absolutely, I would rather have this than grief. So uh, <laughs> that's where we're at. Um, yeah. I, I, I think uh, yeah. there's, we're really looking forward to seeing you and you boys uh, this weekend. So oh, yeah. I think we're going to, we're going to have a great time. We'll have plenty of content from this weekend to cover in the next pod. So obviously if you listen to this one, obviously, um, obviously i can't believe it every time it comes out of my mouth i just want to vomit uh but anyway it's going to be a good pod we're going to have a lot of good content to cover next week uh we'll have some special guests to be announced but overall great week great first week of drafting uh, i'm excited about where the future of this league is headed even if hinkle is not um but i think i think we've got some good solid ground here well said brother all right dj spin that shit Let's get retarded in here
when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. I can lose our inhibition, follow your intuition, free your inner soul and break away from tradition. Cause when we be out, girl, it's pulling me out. You wouldn't believe how we wow shit out. We burn it till it's burned out, turn it till it's turned out. Act up from Northwest East South. Everybody, yeah. everybody, yeah. let's get into it. Yeah. Get stupid, get retarded.